Welcome to the Grace Cafe with Dwayne Lynch. Real talk in real times. Real situations with real people. Keeping the perspective on God's grace.
this week's Grace Perspective. Hey, Anna. Hey, Jay. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Are you free to talk? Yeah, what's up? Um, I just wanted to talk to you a bit about John. The thing is, it's like, we go on all these expensive holidays and he takes me to these amazing restaurants and buys me all these things, but I never see him. And I just kind of want to spend time with him. I'm, I'm always there for him, but I just, I don't know, I just, I wanted your advice. Hey, John. You all right, Jay? Yeah, I'm good. Look, I just wanted to talk to you. Like, it's my birthday last week. And, like, Anna, she didn't even do anything for it. Like, I feel like I put in all this effort for birthdays, anniversaries and everything. She just doesn't tell me how she feels. Like, I put in all this work, she doesn't even notice. This happens in relationships all the time. We speak in different love languages. We end up giving people what we want rather than what they want. So, Anna, you're really looking for time. You're really looking for someone to be there. But he's giving you gifts. But... You actually really want words of affirmation and encouragement and support, but what you're getting is time and acts of service. So you speak in different languages. Love can be expressed in all of these languages, but when you're speaking in your own and she's speaking in hers, you end up miscommunicating and you end up not understanding each other. So what you need to understand, John, is that actually what Anna needs is your time. She doesn't want your money. She doesn't want all of that. She actually wants your love and your sincere effort. And Anna, what he actually wants is that he wants to feel that you care for your words. He needs that support. He needs to hear it from you. And remember, love is not something that you do for yourself. It's what you do to serve others. What's up, family? Welcome back to the Grace Cafe, where we talk about real stuff in real time, real situations with real people. Um, this episode today is going to be geared toward Valentine's Day, and we're going to be talking about relationships and marriage, love, courtship, and all that kind of stuff. My guest today is, I have some pretty prominent people here with me today. I got a uh, Bishop TDJ. <laughs> Office, Juanita Bynum, and uh, no, seriously, seriously, seriously. I knew you was going to do it. I knew you was going to do it. I got my man, comedian Grayson Orfei, and his wife, and uh, it's a lady on the other side of the table. Sometimes I know her, sometimes I don't. It depends on, you know, it depends on the day, but my wife. Jackie Lester. What's up, everybody? He is sleeping outside tonight. Oh, <laughs> definitely in the doghouse tonight. You feel me? Definitely in the doghouse. I'm just gonna get out the way. What's up? It is what it is, man. I'm doing, trying to do my thing, but um, uh, got your little R and B voice going. Yeah, man. Like that. That's what I gotta do. I'm trying to. You know what? For real, I wanna. You ever see Chicago PD? No. I want to talk like the like the captain. Hilarious. He talks like this. Uh, get get go over there and do this, do that, do that. Just got real like oh. raspy voice, right? That's what I, I think I could change my voice. I ain't gonna lie. I want to talk like the Allstate dude. The dude it's with the in deep between. Voice. Yeah. yeah, it's like in between. I want to talk like him and DMX. Right. <laughs> I like I like that. Hey yo. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Bark for random reasons, <laughs> but in the in the spirit of uh, uh, Valentine's Day, um, you know we we relationships and marriages is like real real. It's it's real funny right now because people jump in and out of relationships, in and out of marriages, like you know, like they jumping in a, out of in and out of bed. Wait, that's not right. No, but I mean, it's kind of the reason why. It's the reason why they're jumping in and out of marriages. <laughs> because they're jumping in and out of it. But, you know, I think think uh, what I want to talk about today is, you know, 
what what it takes to stay in a relationship or stay in a marriage and you know i mean um you know you guys are younger than we are me and jackie is heading towards 60 like fast but we've we've been through some you know we've been through some stuff and the y'all stuff about to that, go through some stuff now because yeah. you just you just put all the ages out there and stuff yeah. like that jackie gonna throw something at you no, but she look good for Oh, he tried to cover it up. You saw that. You saw the cover I have to tell her that every day because even though she's at that age, and that's part of keeping a uh, um, marriage and a relationship is, you know, like putting stuff like that out there. Baby, you look awesome. That's Great. true. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I mean, times have changed with courtship and relationships and all that kind of stuff. And what, you know, what I've um, noticed about you guys is that We've been married for 20, 20, 20 years or 21 years, but we've been, been together for like 25 years. And y'all been together and married for like half of that. You know what I mean? Over and half. For, over half of that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and for, for people your age, it's like that's not common. You know what I'm saying? It's great. It's great to see people stay in a relationship and in a marriage and it grows and it doesn't get like 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 scandal wise <laughs> doesn't go in you know it doesn't end up in in a in a bad space and so you know that's the kind of stuff that I was you know I wanted to talk about for this episode so um I, let's start with the courtship part you know like <laughs> I'm gonna let Keisha talk. Like, I mean, beginning, because, I mean, people meet different ways. And after this, I'll let Jackie tell you how we, you know, like, linked up. Because she got one version of the story. And I got another one. That would be true. But, yeah. I have a version and version of the story. Yeah, I don't know how that happens, but it happens. You know what I mean? So, and it's, it's true. Usually what ends up happening is that the men have the real version. The women have yeah, kind of like the embellished, yeah. oh, wow. you know, that type no, of thing. We're going to let you think that. Yeah. We can keep it moving. <laughs> um, so the true story is we met in school and college at the Art Institute. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and Grayson will probably tell you guys that I was chasing him. And I wanted him so bad, and I followed him around was, school was, and like stalked was, him with was, his friends. It was borderline tacky. It was borderline tacky. <laughs> but that's not how it went. <laughs> borderline tacky. I didn't, you know. I was like, look, I got fans. Wow. You know, and you know, oh my God, hey, I love you so much. You know, and I would just, I literally, <laughs> I'd be, head, I'd be, head. I'd be in the library, and um, I'd have my Bible open. <laughs> What's the matter? What's the matter? What's wrong? I have, I have a, no, because I'd be in the library, my Bible would be open, and I remember I was reading Second Chronicles, and I was like, I just got over a headache and just coming back. And I was reading it, I was reading it, and I was like, I was deep into my studies because you know the Lord. Um, is my light, my salvation. Who shall I fear? So, um, I was, I was, I was reading and I was into it, and you know, all of a sudden I see this girl keeps looking at me. I'm like, oh my god, like who is this? And so she comes over to me. She was like, excuse me, um, I love you so much, and I don't even know you. And I was like, come on, like don't, don't, don't do that to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm emotional. I'm reading Second Chronicles. So, what did Second Chronicles say? I, it was a long time ago, but <laughs> but, but she came to me and she was, had a very soft demeanor. And the first thing I knew, I was like, "Oh my God, you know, you are beautiful. Um, can I take you out?" And she was like, "No, I'm unworthy. I need to take you out." So it just it just. I For think we're going to stop you. And, What's um, the matter? Because he, he about to mess the whole okay, thing up. Okay, so okay, okay. Let, let, no, I no, screwed no. up one part. It okay. wasn't Second Chronicles. Okay. <laughs> it was, it was revelation. Re- revelation. We're about to get off this yellow brick roller. You see, that's why we're going to let Keisha <sighs> tell the story. Oh, because that's why I'm letting God. Jackie tell the story. Because I'll pump it up and make myself look like, you know. Wow. 
But he did. Okay. Thanks. Nice. Anyway. Yeah, she back to the real story. <laughs> the views of the light skinned girl yeah. are not those of the show. No right. I won't make it long. Anyway, we met in school, in college. Um, See? No. Right. I wasn't chasing him. I was kind of chilling, minding my business. And him and his friends were stalking me and my friends. <laughs> oh. We rode the same metro line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did, but. Alright, so this is what happened. Alright, so we will be, we would, uh, alright, so in art school, you have these four hour classes and it's art history, right? Right. So all you're doing is looking at slides and you're taking notes. Mm -hmm. So when I first got, and see, Keisha don't remember it, at orientation, I first saw her. Because the thing that I liked, or that the the thing that got me going was when I saw a cute girl. Back in the day, it was the Parasuko jeans. Okay, yeah, yeah. With some wow, tight shoes, with some tight tennis shoes. Like I need, I need to see the footwear needs to be on point. She had on the Jordans that only drug dealers had, which was weird. Kind of threw me off. I was a little scared, but intrigued. I was very intrigued because I thought she had dime bags. But anyway, it's a long story. But Come and find out she did. Yeah. But the no, but um like I saw her, I was like, Oh man, I was like, Yo, she's cute, you know, whatever. So we had this we had one class together and I would try to talk to her and I ask her questions, but she was like just real angry with it. I'd be like, Man, that's some nice shoes. Like like, you know, where'd you get the shoes from? Because 'Cause I'm thinking, you know, I'm just trying to, you know she's like, I don't know. My father got them for me. I was like <laughs> I was like, Why are you so angry? <laughs> Like, she was, you know, and it would just kind of throw me off. So, every now and then, I kind of pick with her, make her laugh a little bit and stuff or whatever. So, then, um, we was in the four-hour class. And so, in the four-hour class, I'm supposed to be paying attention. I made good grades. So, I, like, really was like, yeah, I wasn't really worried about that class. <laughs> so, we sit, I'm sitting right next to her, so I'm trying to talk to her. And so, my friend Tiffany, she was sitting in between us. And I was like, man, so I just wrote on a piece of paper, do you like me? Check yes or no. Right? In the That's class. True. Old school. Dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Slid it to Tiffany and was like, Tiffany, pass that to Keisha. So Tiffany put on it, maybe, in the middle, trying to mess with me. I was like, no. And so I snatched it back across maybe out. I was like, it's yes or no. No. <laughs> Cause I got stuff to do this afternoon. I can't right. be worried about this. Right. <laughs> so I gave it to her. She hit. She said yes. But this took all the four hours of the class to get an answer. The whole thing. As soon as it. class was over, <laughs> she gives it to me. I was like, look, well, you know, let me get your number or whatever. So then I got her number, and that, that was the end of the story. So Since how did then, you, how did you guys? Let's say how did you guys together know? that you were the person for the other person. You want me to answer? Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I wasn't really a dater anyway, so I was like, hmm, let me just see how it goes. So, you know, we went out a couple of times, and I was like, that's my boo. Okay. <laughs> mine, mine was a little deeper. Mine was September 11th. Oh, yeah, that was because in September for September 11th we were actually at school yeah. and from the school the school is as Art Institute of Washington mm -hmm. it's basically a throw away from the Pentagon right, right. so yeah. when the plane hit I was sitting across now mind you we had been dating for like maybe like a month like a little over a month right because the whole paper thing happened July 23rd. Do you remember the actual date? Wow. Absolutely. Straight up. That. Matter of fact, <laughs> I kept the paper in my wallet for the longest time. Like, really? literally. It wasn't until, like, I lost the paper when I switched wallets, like, last year, that I didn't have the paper anymore. So, I literally, I kept it. You know, it was paper from God. So, <laughs> that's why I was like, no. <laughs> so, basically, uh... Uh, when it all happened, they 
you know, one of my friends ran across the street because we was eating breakfast, not me and her, because she was in class. I was eating breakfast with my friends. So it was like, oh, man, dude, like, yo, something happened or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I come up out of the tunnel, and when I come up out of the tunnel, all the cars just stop. All the, there, there's this one guy, I'll always remember him, stood on top of his car. He was like, we gonna die, we gonna die. And he started quoting scriptures. Like, he was quoting, like, Deuteronomy. He was, like, going for it, right? And I'm like, I'm like nah, like, this is crazy. So I don't know what's going on. They're evacuating the school. I'm the only person going back in because mm-hmm. I'm not worried about books, nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about Keisha. Right. I was like, I gotta go and get her. So I go into the school. And you couldn't script this better if it was in a movie. I jumped into the elevator, which was the last thing I should have did. But I jumped into the elevator, and I went up. As soon as I went up, and I got to the floor, the doors opened. When the doors opened, literally, she was standing there. She had my book bag. She had her book bag. She was like, yo, we got to go. I was like, what? I turned into a white girl. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, are you serious? I, was, I didn't know. I didn't know. So I got to join. So we basically that whole time they shut down the metro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we stuck. Yeah, no cell phone, no way. nothing. And so basically, we snuck onto the metro after like I mean people were all this and all that. So when they were causing the confusion, she snuck underneath the turnstile, and then I snuck underneath, and we had the last train out of Roslyn, Virginia. That wow. Night. I mean, ran down that long escalator. Before the pandemonium. Jumped in the train, <laughs> rolled out. That's what's up. That's when I was like, yo, this is a ride or die right here. That's the one right here. <laughs> so she, and she never scuffed the Jordans. Wow. <laughs> but, like, but she's I a keeper. It, I get it. Yeah. But she ain't scuffed the Jordan because you, you know where she's from, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that Eastgate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Benning Rizzo. <laughs> That's that Good East Coast crew. Oh my God! It's so DC. Hilarious. So, but she just she ain't DC by herself. So, come on. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I can tell my 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 version. It's, it's gonna be the truth. How we got? It's yeah, gonna be it, the it, truth. Nine times out of ten, it's gonna be the truth. I understand. But this. I'm gonna let you, you know, <laughs> tell the version of how we got hooked up, or you know, and then I'll tell the part about. Then you'll tell the truth. How we, yeah. So. Well, hmm. I want y'all to keep that. <laughs> I had a friend, my friend, she lived in Southeast at the time. Her name's Michelle. And um, I would go over her house all the time. And so this particular time, I was over at her house. She had invited Poochie, who was my husband in Deuteronomy. She had invited him. Can you say the name one more time? His name is Pooch. <laughs> Can you spell that? That's okay. Okay. Anyway. I just, so I'm we, all, notes. we were I'm all over notes. there together. And so she introduced me to him. And um, I, you know, I, I spoke to him and everything. But I was with a friend at the time that came over there with me. So I didn't give too much attention to him mm-hmm. at the time. But as we were, um, as things were going along, um, Whenever their friends, Michelle and her friends over there would have things, for some reason, Wayne, the Wayne would, be in, would end up there too. And so that's how things started with us. Um, him being where I was and just, you know, just having a good time. We would have a good time. Every time we would all be together, we would have a good time. And... Um, I wouldn't, he would want, you know, he wanted to go out with me and do stuff like that, but I didn't want to move too fast because um, I knew he was a Southeast brother and I didn't want him to think I was easy. (laughs) So I didn't do that. But um, eventually we, um, I invited him to my house and he knew that I was, I was all of that. And um, I knew it was going to take a whole And um, he liked what he saw because I, I, you know, um, always had my own place. I I had my two children um, before him and um, he came, he came through and we had a nice time. And one of the things that really stuck with me with him was um, 
he was going through things. His grandmother was ill. And um, I went up with him. Well, I, I went to meet him up there, but she was in the hospital. And by the time I got there, she had passed, no rest her soul. She had passed, and um, I was looking for him. And I got out to my car, and I saw him. And he got in the car, and he, and he, you know, he was very upset. He was very upset, and um, he was just, we were right there together. And then, uh, as time when he, one of the things he did, he had told me about his personal life, and you know, sometimes people don't do that, don't do do things like that. Like, mm -hmm. um, when you're dating people, right. they don't, they don't tell you about their personal lives and he did he broke it down and it made me feel like from what he went through when he was a little boy it made me feel like I wanted to protect him from everything I want him to feel that there is somebody in his corner that's gonna always be in his corner that's gonna always be there for him I don't care what that person gonna always be there for him because he went through so much hell. And that's what made me love him because I wanted to protect him. Yeah. And that's how I am today. I think this should be a Dr. Phil show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne about to start crying. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Well, are you gonna flip it, Wayne? No, nah, I, I ain't gonna flip. I'm, I'm not gonna flip it. Um, she, uh, she pretty much hit everything on the head. But you know, some stuff she has to leave out just because you know. What I mean, she, um, I think, I think she pretty much knew that I was interested in her. But at the time when I, when I met her, I was a hustler. I wasn't working no way. I was working, but I was a hustler. Mm -hmm. So. You know, she just wasn't gonna let it get that far. But um, I think the part that she <laughs> did not tell you is that from the time that we met to the time that we actually got together, we talking about 10 years. <coughs> wow, so y'all knew each other <coughs> 10 years prior. Prior to us even getting together. You know what I mean? Shout out to persistence. So, yeah, right. yeah. But it was my persistence. But what she'll tell you is that she booked me. But I did that's, book him. For the record. But the thing is, is that um, it, it took 10 years because I was away for that 10 years. Where were you? <laughs> I was in school. He was in mandatory college. <laughs> I was away in college, you know what I'm saying? So the whole time that we were we that I was away, for some reason I just couldn't get her out, you know, I couldn't mm -hmm. get her out of my head. So mm -hmm. my thing was is that it doesn't make didn't make a difference how long it took me to get home from college. Um that, <laughs> that I was gonna find her right. and I was gonna see. But the thing was is that um, when I came, I was out of town. And when I came back in town from college, um, <laughs> <laughs> she was what you call, she was um, in college, they would call it an RA. Mm -hmm. In jail, they would call it correction officer. She was, she was there, and I'm, and I don't even know, you know, it, it's like that's those are the situations that happen that let you know who is really supposed to be in your life. Because right. I thought about this woman for ten years, mm. right? The whole 10 years I was away and it was in my mind and I remember one time I was uh, I was in Texas somewhere and I actually prayed to God for her I didn't know what I was doing yeah. I just wanted I just wanted a good woman that's all I wanted so I actually prayed and I was out of town for must have been five years and I came back in town and I was in this building where she actually worked and and um, I was uh, 
waiting. I, I think I was waiting to see the doctor or something, and she just walked past. And I'm gonna be real, real, real with you. I was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and so for real, the door is locked. Uh huh. I made the dudes get out my way. That door opened. I stepped in the hallway. I said, excuse me, what's your name? <laughs> She's talking about Jackie. <laughs> so, I mean, and and I, for some reason, I was like, okay, this was up. Right? Yeah. Because the next day, I got moved somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I, it had to have been another year or so. That I didn't. I, I knew where she was, mm-hmm. but I ain't have a number. I ain't have anything, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happened was is that I, I ended up in a place where a guy that knew her, knew where she was working, knew the number, with to get in touch with her, and I just I'm like call her. <laughs> he ain't want to call her, which is which is cool. He ain't want to call her because he ain't want to you know whatever friendship or relationship they had he, I guess he didn't want to mess that up mm-hmm. but I was like call her mm-hmm. and all I needed to hear was, was Poochie <laughs> that's all I needed to hear and so you know a, a few months went by we dated and you know but by me being away for so long I'm, I was like kind of wild mm-hmm. at, the, at the beginning and so you know through the whole little courtship thing, you know, she just kept telling me, well, you can't do that. You can't do mm-hmm. this. You can't do that. You can't do this. I was like, I'm a grown man. My mother, mm-hmm. my mother lives in Lando. My mother's <laughs> in Lando. You're not my mom, you know. But, you know, as time went on, you, you know, it's just it's just that thing in your, in your mind that say, this is the person that you're supposed to be with, right? And so, you know, we stayed together. You know, we went through stuff. We went through, and and it was just her ability to, that regardless of what was going on, just to stay there. You know, didn't didn't matter. So, you know, then we got well, that that led to us getting married, and I don't even know if. She was ready. I know she was ready, but I know I wasn't ready. And so, you know, I was um at a uh, at a uh, bachelor party a couple of weeks ago, and it and you know we it's for Christian men. The bachelor parties are totally different, and so we had a bachelor party. But what we did was instead of you know. Any, doing anything else we just gave because it was two guys that were supposed to get married we just gave them advice on being married and it dawned two on guys me, are supposed to be getting married to get no, to each other not to each other to listen you gotta understand what you gotta understand where we are we yeah, in so yeah so yeah, yeah both of these guys were getting ready to get married to different um women right mm-hmm. and so what we did, we did a roundtable discussion, and we just gave them advice on being married. And I think I might have been the second or third in line in years of marriage, mm-hmm. but in in talking to them or in giving my input, I, I noticed and I understood one thing is that the grace part of marriage is that the it, it makes you better or a better person because if it if I wouldn't have married Jackie I don't know how much of a better person I would be today you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. because you know she was always there it didn't matter what I did she wasn't she wasn't she was never scared to say uh you can't do that mm-hmm. you know you're married now you can't do that you have children you can't do that and you know I used to get upset and I had this little thing I used to say, man, I'm through with that. <laughs> like, no, you're not through mm-hmm. with that. You can't do that. Or you can't do this. And so just it just um 
as opposed to how people are doing things these days, it's just not, I mean, it's, it's easy for people to jump in and out of relationships, jump in and out of marriages and just going about their business like it ain't, it's, it's, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But it takes, it takes a lot to stay in a relationship or to stay in a marriage. And you guys been married for what? Going on 14 years. 14 years. That's wonderful. Yeah, that is wonderful. And um, so what, tell me some of the things that kept you in love and marriage for 14 years. We do it a lot. Say <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Say nothing. Nothing. Is that, is that too much information? Uh, but honestly, too much information? honestly, just keep honestly, real, bro. Keep and real. Yeah, just keep yeah, real. And realistically, real. realistically, realistically, I mean, that's it's what, a part of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a wonderful part of it. Yeah. Too. Realistically, that's part of oh keeping it together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's probably what what gets people off on other avenues mm-hmm. when they quit doing that and doing other stuff. Right. So that's understandable, but you know, with some other stuff. That <laughs> I mean, I think you have to allow for each other. A lot of people um, have an expectation of what they think marriage is already, maybe right. like a fairy tale or right. whatever the case may be. But right. I mean, just being a human being, like you have to allow for the other person. Like, obviously, we're two different people, and I don't like some of the things he may, you know, do or whatever, but you learn from that person and he learns from me so i think that you have to kind of get over yourself basically like you know what keisha you sure you know <laughs> and then move on from there and just be patient um because i know grayson is patient with me because i'm cray cray at times <laughs> i be all over the place right like she crazy but <laughs> thank you Jesus. <laughs> I think I think it's to me, to me, the uh, the focus and the foundation of a marriage is a man. Period. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say that you know, like it's it's a woman thing. Like you know, like you know, uh, who is a happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily believe that. And this is the reason why I say that is because when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. So he has to find a wife. So once he finds a wife, then comes the learning how to take care of her. Mm -hmm. So just in that natural being of who he is, it's going to enable trust. It's going to enable a lot of things that are going to kind of reciprocate itself to... Big word, reciprocate. So so learned it this morning. Learned it this morning. Uh, still don't know how to spell it, but <laughs> but what what it does is that it it now makes her happy. Right. So her being happy has never is never a question. It's just how you handle hard times. But she's always going to be happy because as a man, you put aside your ego, you put aside everything that you need to do for yourself that you want to do for yourself, and you give those things to God because. Once you put things in order, God will provide those things for you, which allows you to then focus on her and make her happy, which enables the children to be happy, which enables the whole house to be the same way. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You stupid. <laughs> I'm just giving him an offering for that sermon he just gave. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, no. But, but I, I just think like, and that's the thing, like, you don't get that as soon as you get married. Right. Like, that's through arguments. That's through dumb arguments. That's through um, walking out the house mad, right, thinking, right. yo, I'm going to go and I'm going to get me something else. And, of course, there's nothing else out there that's because when you're a man of God, God gives you one. There you go. You know, so that one, he's going to lead you right back to that one. And, you know, that's what it is. But... I mean, it's just at the end of the day, you know, you have to, it, it's kind of like you and her against the world. Exactly. 
And that's what it is. It's you and her against literally the world. And no matter what you go through, you always have to be in position as a man to cover, but also to let to let her support in a way too. Because as a man, you feel like you could do it all on your own. But when she helps, you want to shun that and you want to push that away because yet again, your ego gets in the way and you want to try to be, I'm a man, I can do this, I can do that. But if you could do it all on your own, then God would have never gave Adam Eve. True that. Spiritual bars. There it is. So, Miss Jackie. Yes. Um, just based on us or what you know uh, of 20 years, what has, and I, I mean, I know we see this probably different, but then again, with us being the way we are, we probably see it the same. But from your point of view, what has kept us this long? Um, I think uh, learning to trust. Trust is, is very important in mm-hmm. marriage. If, if you don't have trust, you don't have anything because it's always going to be some type of conflict. Trust is very, very valuable in a relationship. Um, finding things differently to do together. Um, bringing back what you what you went there for um, in your relationship. Going out on the date. Dating, that's very important. It don't have to be a whole lot. And you don't have to spend a whole lot to do it just as long as you're doing it together. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, just letting that person know that I have your back. I don't care what, what comes with me. I have your back. When you don't have it, I got it. You know, and what I do have, if it's not a lot, I'm still going to share it. That's very important to me in a marriage. Not hiding what you have, what you've worked. Okay, you have worked, you have become this, and you, you've got a little raise here. And um, instead of, you know, being happy and celebrating this with your, your spouse, you, you, you cuff them. Right. Some people may not know what I'm talking about, but let me just explain that. Mm-hmm. When I say cuffing, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm saying that you're hiding your little advancement, your, your little pay. That you've got the extra money from your spouse. Right. And you should be sharing it. And, you know, in time it's going to come to light. You know, what you're making, what you're not making. But to do it together is very important. It is very, very important. Sharing. Some young men at my job, we were talking about this. And um, they asked me, Miss Lynch, you know, well, I know you know Miss Lynch, you... You know, um, your husband pays all the bills, and you, you. I said, no, wait a minute. Let me let me explain something to you. I said, when we said I do, we are as one. And if you ever get married, you are as one. So that that he did, he does this. I do that. No, 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 no. Whenever we do something, we do it together. And that if you want to have a relationship and a good marriage, you're gonna do it together. But if you're trying to sneak and do things, it's not going to work. Right. It's not going to work. So, to me, those two things are very important to me, very important that happened in our marriage. You know, just being, doing things together makes a big, big difference. It makes house home. That's right. And all that stuff, um, actually plays a big part when the when the stormy parts come and when you know one might not be where they actually want to be or need to be then you know when we when we going through rough times then we can get through that because we can talk about stuff we can you know we can kick it that's when basically that's how me and Jackie started getting close you know, it, when when we first started, we just used to, you know, like, like we'd be up all night. She got to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. But we're talking. We're just talking. And so just come, getting back around or coming back around to that same thing when you 
you know, 10, 15, 20 years. It makes things a lot easier because it lets you know that, you know, you're not in this marriage by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? That this person is with you. They got your back. And, you know, and, and I got to, I have to say that I can attest to that because, you know, there have been times that I just... I, just being real, I probably just wasn't right in my head or in my actions or whatever the case may be, and you know it was it just took her to say it's all right, mm -hmm. or if she didn't say it's all right, then she's giving me a reason. So I mean, communication is a big part of that because you know we don't we, we don't always make the right decision. You right. dig what I'm at? And we don't always think right. And, you know, and I think just, I mean, with me and Jackie, it was just getting close to each other that today we can, you know, we can say things or whatever the case may be. Take for instance... Take for instance. Before you, you know, say that, because you're about to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I want, to, I want to say this. I want to say this in front of Grace and Keisha. You know, recently, these last couple of months, on a serious side, mm -hmm. these last couple of months, Dwayne's job, Dwayne's job, they have a tendency of not even caring about you as a family, as a married uh, man, they don't have any care about that. All they want to do is make sure that they're going to get their coins the from line. a job, mm -hmm. from some job that they had, right? Mm -hmm. So, they they decided that they were going to take Dwayne and place him in Eastern Shore for months. So, Dwayne was placed in a position where he had to go there Monday through Friday and then come home on Saturday. Mm -hmm. For Saturday and Sunday. Months, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, the devil's a liar. Because now, to me, I'm being tested. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'm being tested. Jackie, where's your faith? Jackie, how you feel about this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> huh? How you feel about this? Are you going to act a fool? How you feel about this? Well, when it first happened, mm -hmm. when it first happened, she act the fool. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say get up, up, you know, man. Not him. I was upset about that job because the right. job to me, they didn't give a damn. Right. 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 I'm just keeping yeah, it. They didn't give a damn about me. Right. Or nothing. Or his, or his family. Right. Or nothing. They didn't yeah. care nothing about that. They just cared about what they want right. to get out of the deal. Right. And then for him to be to walk away and he had to go. Yeah. I cried. Not because it's military me. or something. Yes. Like he gotta go. Cried. Yeah. You know, because now he's taken away from me. Right. Right. I won't see my man until Friday. Two days and then he's going back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a lot. And I was like, Y'all don't care. If I ever y'all ever saw me. I would let you know how I feel about you. You understand? That's how I was feeling. But I knew also my trust kicked in. Because he's away from me. So I got, I, I, I feel, I, you know, I would lay there because some of the first nights I couldn't sleep because that's always been that way. If he's gone away from me, I can't sleep. I don't sleep good. And so... I had to get into it. I had to sleep because then it's tearing me up when I go to work. Right. But it wasn't about trust. It was just I was missing him so bad. Right? I was missing him so bad. But after a while, after the weeks was kicking in, I, okay, okay, I, I, this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. I, I got to get used to what's going on. Mm -hmm. This is what's going on. So I focus back on D. You know, okay, this is what's going on. I got to take care of home. Mm -hmm. right. I got mama, D right here. I got to take it home. I got to do this. He'll be back home on Friday. And so I always just tell him, drive safe. Mm -hmm. You come back home to me. You know, you, the distance, you come back home to me. You know, but it's just that, you know, people don't care about you in your marriage. Mm -hmm. They don't care. That's the way it come back to marriage. Yeah. They don't care. 
because their lives are so, you know, they don't care about yours. They going home and seeing they they family. Some don't have yeah. a home, have nothing to go home to. Exactly. Right? So they miserable. They going you home see they cat. Right. They don't have a life. They don't care enough about your life. That's right. So yep. just you know. I had to bring that in because yeah. we're talking about marriage and we're talking right. about relationship and, and, and that that kicked right in mm-hmm. for this, this type of segment. It kicked right, right in. Whatever. You trying to cut me off and give me, tell me. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> <on you>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially if you, he wasn't like in the military thing before, so it's not like mm-hmm. you're used to him being right. Right. away for it months at a time. Yeah, so that's... That's a shocker, you know. Yeah, and it really came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I didn't expect to be gone that long. Mm-hmm. But on the on the upside, luckily we have iPhones, so we can. Um, Sorry, you had to bring that in. We, yeah. <laughs> He's so, so we can FaceTime in the evening before she go to bed, so mm-hmm. she can at least see my mm-hmm. face. You know what I'm saying? But that's just a shameless plug, I guess what you call it. That's what you call it? Yeah. But, I mean, shameful. <laughs> shameful. Shameful. <laughs> shameless plug. But that's, um, you know, I mean, she's right. She's absolutely right because that's the only way we would, we got through all this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because of the, the stuff that we built over this 20 years. And it could have, it could have gone wrong. Mm-hmm. It could have, but you know, um, just I mean, because after twenty years, it, it gets to a point where we're talking, mm-hmm. and she'll finish my sentence, mm-hmm. or she, I'll finish hers, mm-hmm. or we'll just say the same thing at the <laughs> same time, you know. But that's just you know us being not only married but connected mm-hmm. and in love and uh, all that stuff. And so, you know, all that outside stuff. And it, and it's going to be, you know, in marriages, it's going to be outside stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. you got, you have an enemy mm-hmm. that's always working against you. It don't matter how good a person you are. Right. It's going to be always something from the outside, whether it be people, whether it be, you, you know, thoughts or whatever the case may be. It's going to be outside stuff that threatens you know, that marriage's well being. But it's you know, it's what you put in to that marriage, it's what you put in to that relationships that that holds it. And, you know what I mean? And I, I ain't wanna cut you off. No, but good. um but that's kinda one of the things that really attracted us to you guys as a couple. Because a lot of the outside things don't necessarily mean that it's the world against you, right. but it could also be in church. Yeah. So like we we're always we were always we we're still always in church, and so everything that's in church ain't necessarily in church. of church. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of God, right. you know. And so I remember the Christmas, no, it was the New Year's Eve that we had at church church service. Um, when we first, cause we always knew you guys, but it was the first time we got to kick it. Mm-hmm. And so we were sitting in the basement and we just started clowning. <laughs> and so we never, we always felt like outsiders in church because we never did the church jargon. Like, you know, we didn't know when to say amen at the right time or when to, you know, you don't do this and you do this and, you know, all the air quotes, unwritten rules of church. So then when we went in the basement and we were all just kind of sitting around or whatever, it was some older couples on <laughs> on this end. It was uh, some of the people that was trying to impress the pastors on that end. And then it was a single folk trying to figure out how they're going to smoke weed after uh, service. Wow. Um, it's real talk. Yeah. Um, some of them were high in service. <laughs> um, then there was like the the single women and all that. And so we kind of just kind of came together like where we sat together. And we started laughing and joking. And I was like, yo, there's people out there just like us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it must, like, you know how I felt? You know how I felt? I felt like, like Tom Hanks on, uh, 
when he was cast away. Yeah. And when he first saw like the helicopter or whatever, that's how I felt seeing y'all. I was like, oh my God. Like, like, on the like, we can joke <laughs> and it's okay. And y'all were real, but y'all in not showing to be an example, not trying to be an example, right. y'all were an example. And so in watching it, I was like, yo, that's we cool. We ain't know nobody. And since, no, no, no. But, but since then, it's like, you know, you I can see you guys go through stuff. I can see situations happen. You see situations happen, happen with us or whatever. But just in us seeing y'all, the way that y'all treat each other, the, 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 the talking, the chilling, the having fun and all that, it just, it goes as an unwritten thing. You guys weren't necessarily mentoring us saying, hey, come to our house, sit down, let's have Bible study, and I'll teach you how to be married. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all weren't doing that. Like, but y'all did it in the way that y'all acted and, and, and did those things and the way that y'all communicated with each other. So then it's kind of like, for me, I'm looking like, oh, wow, okay, I get it. So I can be saved. I can laugh. I can have those moments where I'm really frustrated, but that doesn't take me away from God. No, it doesn't. Not at all. But I, you know, that's something that you have to see people go through. You can't necessarily like, you can learn it, but you're not going to get the full thing unless you're around real people. It's like OJT. OJT. On the job training. Hysterical. <laughs> Hysterical. That is very true. That is very true. Because, I mean, I just remember, like, just, just, I mean, really appreciating y'all. Like, just being like, yo, these my people hundred hundred grand. <laughs> like, because it's, it's moments where you just, like me and Keisha, we don't, we don't hang around a lot of people. We don't have friends like that. Right. You know, mainly because Keisha, you know, she has a drinking problem. So all the bars we've gotten thrown out of. No, no. But but we don't we don't hang around a lot of people because you know, for the people who don't know, we, we, we have two sets of twins. Right, and you can't beat a lot around a lot of people because you're already around a lot of people. <laughs> you ain't never allowing that one. Oh but but it's just like people want, and they see us laughing, and they see us happy, and they see us, you know, joking and kicking it all the time. Because yo, genuinely, we like each other. Right. Like, this is my best friend. And that's it. That's you know what I'm it. saying? That's it. And right so, there. like, even if we weren't married, yeah. we'd probably have a problem because we'd yeah. still be best friends. Yeah. But I'd be like, yo, I really want to hit that. But. <laughs> no. So nothing? Nothing? Okay. All right. My bad. <laughs> Listen, I just, I had to say. But, um. Just saying. Like, for real. Just keeping it 100. That's right. Just, no, but, but it's just, it's just the fact that, like, you know, when we linked up with y'all, it's like really God put this together because you always need that. You always need people to lean on that's not necessarily in your marriage, right? but they're not going to get in your marriage. You see what I'm saying? Like that single girlfriend or the no good friend that's like, yo, let's go to the strip club. (laughs) You need to to ease your mind from your marriage. Let's go to the strip club. Girl, you don't need him no way. Exactly. Uh, Girl, be lonely like me. (laughs) (laughs) We can go to big lots together, girl. Come on. You know, like, you know, it's just, (laughs) it's like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, and that's, that's what I treasure in you guys. Like just being able to like kick it and, and, you know, and even for like the last couple months, like we haven't like seen each other or whatever, but it ain't no, it's, it's, how can, how can I explain it? It's like, you wouldn't know it by simply, but yeah. well, not only that, but it's just like, you don't think you're away. No. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you know, like, you know what I shout of a doubt, yeah. like, yo, like, exactly like you know it's like it's like you know cool and because you go through things like that and you know is is i call it the malona from good times 
You remember James? She always James had. used to always get mad and be like, yo, what's Malona doing in the house? Why is she in the house? Sometimes, like, when you got friends like that, it's always a thing where it's like you always, you're like, yo, so-and-so in the house again? Like, yo, what is it? But it was never that with us. No, it ain't going to be that. But it's, that's how you kind of know that, like, God leads all of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not trying to sound like, you know, no, TD, but, right. but but it's it's the truth because yeah. it's kind of like he knows what we need without us even saying it. Yeah. And so when he knits people together, even in true friendships, no man can take that apart. Yeah. Uh, nobody can take that apart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. Spiritual bar. And that's it. That's it. And before we go, we almost, we're about to wrap this up. But before we go, I mean, just to let you know, just like I prayed for her, I prayed for you. I prayed for a godly friend. And that was like, like, as soon as I got out, mm-hmm. I prayed for a godly friend because I, I, I was like, I can't hang with the people that I used to hang with. Because if I do that, I'll be back. Back doing the same thing. Doing the same thing. And so I um I prayed that prayer and I don't think I don't even think it was a month and I don't even know how it happened. Next thing I know we like I think we out on a New Year's Eve, it's a blizzard outside and we mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man. Right? I remember right. That. It was a blizzard outside. When we thought and the lady was, was dead. The, yeah, in the car. We, we were trying to find somebody. <laughs> yeah, when we thought the lady was dead. <laughs> Telling the doctor how we went about that story, I was like, "Who's talking about?" And she looked dead though. She was just sitting. No, she was old. old. And it was like it was cold outside. Oh my god! Like trying to get warm, I guess I don't know. And we spent like fifteen minutes debating who was gonna get out the car and knock on the window (laughs) to see if she was all right. It was cold out there. And and it was a blizzard. It was like we couldn't even see driving. So I mean, but that's that's the kind of stuff that that it makes the glue. Yeah. Because we're not just talking about marriage, we're talking about relationships. And yeah. relationships are not made to be I don't know what you call it, um be and then not to be. Relationships mm-hmm. are made to last. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's why you two guys are still married, and that's why me and Jackie are still married because before anything, that was my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. it was my friend, and everything that she likes, I like. Everything I like, she likes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's the same thing with you guys. Yeah. But you know, the the, it's it's like, you know. The Bible says that what God has put together, let no man put us under. That's one of the reasons that he said that. Because Mm -hmm. once you're married, that's the way it's supposed to be. And not saying that you're going to agree on everything, but I believe that there's a way to agree in everything. And I think, um, I'm, I'm like, right before my mom passed, Jackie and I were going through some stuff because, because of me. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't. I would not take that as a. Um, I knew it was because of me, but I had to put that blame somewhere else, and so I had to talk with my mom, and she said, "You know what? In the Bible, they did not divorce." And she said, "If God put it together, then that's the way it's supposed to be, right?" And. You know, when she told me that, that's not something that I really wanted to hear because I guess, you know, I guess I wasn't really ready for marriage and I'm, I was probably trying to find a way out. But I don't believe that marriage are, marriages are meant to for you to get married and then get divorced. I don't think he made it like that. Right. I'm sure he didn't make it like that. We made it like that, yeah. you know, and so... You know, this is, I mean, this is our Valentine's episode, and I appreciate you guys so much for coming. We got Miss Jackie. Yeah, yay. Prophetess. Stop it. Bishop. Hallelujah. And me. <laughs> and we out. Peace. Oh, my God. <laughs>
Thank you for tuning in to the Grace Cafe. Join us next week for the Grace Cafe. God bless.